getting uh, audio from the network. I'm not sure if we're still on the air. I was hearing some faint music there. So, um, I'm not... Yeah, aren't we going to the second hour? We're, oh. I do. Okay. Oh, we're back then. <laughs> um... Uh, I'm not getting, maybe I'm not getting the, uh, Sam, can you speak one more time here? I do. All right. I'm not sure what the deal is here. What, my my uh, headphones are not overriding my speaker here. Um, but uh, was, was there a commercial break there, Sam? Oh, okay. All righty then. <laughs> then uh, we're rolling. I'm sorry, folks. I... Didn't know we had uh, had that happening here. Let me try to see why my headphones aren't. Well, I'll have to deal with that later because uh, it's coming both through my speakers and my headphones. And uh, once I unplugged them, I was trying to figure out if we had gone to break. So we're we're having uh, we're going to have to uh, catch up later on on that. I suppose uh, it's not up to me. But uh, when we have technical issues, and uh, all right, there then. We shall see what the next item on the agenda is. I was uh, I was getting into so many other uh, news articles. I'm not sure how to prioritize here. Um, yes, give me just a second here. Well, I'm gonna what I'm gonna do here. Give me just a couple minutes, and uh, since we're talking about children's health defense, I'll just uh, play play a little uh, promote. I'm Lynn Redwood, president of the nonprofit Our chairman, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., and our entire team are devoted to ending the epidemic of illnesses and disorders plaguing our children today. Through legal action, we're working to hold industries and government agencies accountable and to establish safeguards to prevent further harm. We're working overtime during this COVID-19 crisis to keep you informed about the politics and science of rush vaccine candidates. Freedom and our children's futures have never been more in jeopardy. But we can succeed. With your help, we can stop the devastation and give our children and grandchildren the healthy future they deserve. To learn more about what we're doing and how you can help, visit childrenshealthdefense.org and sign up for our free news. Please visit childrenshealthdefense.org today. Are you suffering from a sinking feeling that the COVID-19 pandemic is being blown out of proportion and that nothing in the news is making any sense? If so, then there is a fact-based, science-driven news show designed just for you. My name is Del Bigtree, and I am the host of The High Wire, the world's most trusted news source in digital media when it comes to accurate, science-based reporting on the COVID-19 pandemic. 
from COVID-19 vaccine development to mask mandates, school shutdowns to job layoffs. The high wire goes beyond providing you with the most accurate evidence-based investigations. We send you links to the sources for all of our reporting so that you can further your own investigation and come to your own informed conclusions. High above the agenda-driven circus of mainstream media, we do not run. We do not hide from the truth. Instead, we walk the high wire. If you care about truth, then join us on Instagram, Twitter, Roku, and our website, thehighwire.com. And we're back and uh, switching gears here on Liberation Station Radio Show. I want to call your attention to my blog over at the blogs page since it relates to what's in the news. Uh, Broward County Sheriff's Deputy Scott Peterson being acquitted for not protecting the children at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School being the news item and uh, to bring up the relevance of what happened that day. Um, I can't find no better source than what I've compiled here at the blogs page. There's a blog entitled Marjorie, pardon me, mass shooting February 14th, 2018 in Parkland, Florida blog. That's mass shooting February 14th, 2018 in Parkland, Florida blog. And um, title of the article, Neglected News on the February 14th, 2018 mass shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, Parkland, Florida, updated uh, last August 6th, 2019. So um, I haven't updated it. I, I need to... Uh, update one thing folks by the way that's the uh, timeline that I give here but um, in the meantime I uh, refer to archive.org because the Broward County Sheriff's Office um, uh, timeline is archived there they've removed it from their webpage but we will get to that and show the uh, contradictions here let me share up on screen to show you what I'm talking about this is um, coming right up. Okay. And uh, point number one, four Broward County Sheriff's deputies stood down. As we all know, that was pretty well reported, but uh, I linked to reporter James DeFed, twitter.com slash DeFed, Jim DeFed, uh, who's a CBS Miami reporter, linked to his reportage on that. And point number two, disgraced Stoneman Douglas police officer defies subpoena, fails to appear before a state panel article at WLRN by Jessica Bakeman and Katie Switowski, WLRN, uh, November 15th, 2018. So they were afraid of talking about it. Um, and, uh, you know, the crux of the matter was Scott Peterson having charges against him dismissed or not taking care of the children there. Uh, there have been so many uh, Supreme Court cases that say that the law enforcement isn't required to respond, like uh, Town of Castle Rock versus uh, Gomez, I believe it was, uh, or Gonzalez. Um, I have to pull that up, but uh, that's a, a, a famous one. Yes, versus uh, Town of Castle Rock versus Gonzalez. So you know, even when you have a restraining order against someone and they attack you and kill you, then uh, police cannot be held um, responsible, according to that and other cases. Well, that's that case specifically regarding restraining order. Um, and point number three, David Hogg says, remember David Hogg now, OK, 
okay. I just want to remind you that he's the one who's become so popular, and nothing wrong with that, if you're honest. But uh, I'll tell you what I would like to ask him, and uh, if anybody in the audience has a chance to ever ask him some questions, there are just two questions I have, and yeah, we'll get to those. David Hogg says, quote, it's now 313, and we've heard it's supposedly a senior, not confirmed at all. The senior is believed to be Nick Cruz, but this has not been confirmed. This is the latest information that we have, though. We still believe that the person has been neutralized, but we are still currently on lockdown, end quote. And I link to the LA Times video where he says that he's actually in the classroom. And, uh, you know, you, I'll give my analysis on, on that in just a moment, but these are just some data points. Don't want to editorialize in the data. Point number four, per Broward County Sheriff Timeline, and I linked to that as well. Uh, let me try to get that up on screen um, in just a second. Here we are. Okay, I'll be able to do that in a moment. Um, and uh, it says uh, on the Broward on the actual Broward County Sheriff's Office website, it says at uh, sheriff.org, it said it reads quote three forty one. Now remember, it said three nineteen. Pardon me, three thirteen. David Hogg says that they believe Nick Cruz is the suspect, supposedly a senior. But 341 is when he was actually detained. 341, suspect, it reads on the Broward County Sheriff's timeline that you must now access through archive.org. It says, 341, suspect is detained at 4700 Wyndham Lakes Drive, Coral Springs, by an officer from Coconut Creek Police Department. A show-up is conducted at that location by Broward Sheriff's Office homicide detectives. He is positively identified and taken into custody, end quote. So Cruz wasn't identified and neutralized until 341, 28 minutes after David Hogg had claimed it had already happened. And uh, I'm able to get that Broward County um, Sheriff's Office uh, timeline up on screen. For folks to uh, show to show you the key proof here, that's why um, I'm taking a little bit of time here for the. I know this audio audience was mostly on RBN, uh, though we have quite a big audience. Uh, I know some of the other platforms too, especially Rumble. So um, I'm sure we make this a good broadcast. And, uh, so yeah, you can see right here at 3:41 that uh, on this um, timeline news release. From Broward County Sheriff's Office, February 15th, 2018. Stoneman Douglas shooting preliminary timeline subject to change. PIO number 18-2-13. And now back to my blog from which I'm reading. One moment. And uh, now... Point number five, teacher Ernest Rospierski said the school was having a scheduled code red drill where officers were going to be firing blanks 
and the shooter had on a mask. So I shall now show that up on screen here and, uh, and show the contrast as we go through the witnesses there that day in their televised testimony. All right. In one moment, um, we'll be able to get that rolling. I just see my wheel turning on my computer. It just uh, uh, takes up so much time. I mean, uh, processor speed with, with this computer here. Um, we start to exit go. the building. All my kids are in front of me going down the stairwell. I get to the door at the top of the west stairwell in the 1200 building. We hear gunfire. I assume that it's a code red drill because they told us earlier in the day that we we're going to be having a code red drill. I assumed it was blanks. So I grabbed all my kids, started yelling at the kids, get back in rooms, get back into rooms. Shutter, uh, push as many kids into rooms as I can. By the time I get back to my room's door, there's the shooters already up at the tail end of the hall. The other two shots, I didn't see those two shots would have been my friend Scott Beagle beating his kids. And then this pretty middle of the hallway, I go for cover because, well, I realized that this time I can't actually get in my room because my keys are in my room. As I'm getting going for cover, one of my former students, a kid who's a senior named Joaquin Oliver, uh, screamed, turned, he was shot. At that point, I looked down at the shooter. He looked at me, pointed his AR at me, and started shooting. I pushed all my kids into the by my door to save as many of them as I could. As I was doing that, Bang, bang, sudden, the shooting stop. I looked down. He was reloading. I yelled, run. And then I ran behind as many kids as I could. When I got to the door at the top of the stairwell, there's two doors. The closest door, I put my foot there to stop it from opening, hoping to buy my kids some time. As I was leaving, after my kids made it down at least two flights of stairs where I couldn't see them anymore, there's a girl on the ground. I shook her. Said, hey, tried to get her attention, no response. Reach for trying to find a pulse of some sort, nothing. At that point, I decided that I did as much as I could for the kids. I now have to make sure I breathe. Went to the second floor, into the conference room, and hid in the men's bathroom till the police came through. 19 year old young man with trouble. I didn't know that at the time because he had a mask on, so I didn't know who it was. I just saw a guy with a gun shooting at my kids. Tried to save as many as I could. Unfortunately, I didn't get all of them. That's what I got. Oh, touching testimony from teacher Ernest Rospierski. Good morning, Steve. And uh, let me pardon me, stop sharing that. Uh, are you ready? There we go. Pardon me. Uh, YouTube's ad interfered there. So, um... Uh, apologize for uh, that. It's a, it's a really touching testimony, and it's it really is credible. I think. Um, so um, uh, let's get to the next data point here. Uh, that uh, 
that uh, we have here over over uh, at uh, newswars.com. Um, all right, we got a caller. Uh, we'll get your call, Daniel, in just a little bit here. Um, finishing up this article, this blog here. Um, so uh, the art, the um, I'll just uh, try to breeze through this, and the links are again are over at the blogs page at theliberationstation.com. Next point, teacher Stacy Lapel said the shooter was wearing full body, full metal body armor, helmet, and face mask. And then we have um, next point when interviewed by KHOU reporter Matt uh, Musel. He uh, interviewed student Alexa Miednik, and um, she said uh, said she was speaking with Nicholas Cruz as the shooting was happening. No mention of him with a mask or other garb, as was previously uh, attested to by the teachers, Stacey Lapel and Ernest Rospieski. Alexa Miednik said, quote, so there definitely had to be two shooters involved, I believe, end quote. And um, I'm going to show the testimony now of uh, uh, the testimony of that teacher, Stacy Lapel. And um, so take just one second while I share the screen over and get the audio to play. There we are. This is over from uh, ABC News. And... um, over at ABC News, uh, that uh, that I found this. Here we go. One second, I apologize for this again, folks. Let me get that up on screen. Teachers who help save lives. One of those heroic teachers who helped save lives. Stacey LaPelle is now speaking out about those terrifying moments inside her classroom where she was grazed by a bullet as she pulled her kids to safety. ABC's Adrian Bankert spoke with her in Parkland. Good morning, Adrian. Good morning to you too, George. Stacy LaPale is being called a hero after her actions that took place during the shooting that happened here at Douglas High one week ago today. But it's a title she says she's not comfortable with. She says as teachers, they often feel they didn't do enough. But what she did do is save lives, ushering students into her classroom and shielding them with her body. Just one week ago, Valentine's Day. Creative writing teacher Stacy LaPelle's class was playing music, writing love letters, when the fire alarm went off. As students filed into the hallway, she heard gunfire. The killing had begun. I was about two feet away from my door. All of a sudden, I heard gunshots in the stairwell, which is about 20 feet away from my room. And then kids were screaming and then running back towards me and towards the end of the hallway. So I just went in this very strange autopilot mode where I pivoted on my feet. I unlocked my door and the kids just started pouring in my room. I don't know how many kids were in there, but I was pulling them and getting them in and shouting at them to get in the room. And then I suddenly saw the shooter. That's when he took for me, standing at the end of the hallway, actively shooting down the hallway. Just a barrage of bullets. No, no, no. 
I'm so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pastures meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pastures meats, and even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom-of-the-barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasteurized meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised, where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. But I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your delight. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork. Raised the way nature intended. Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach, or a favorite song from the past, or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To read more about this amazing breakthrough and to order your Terahertz frequency want, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. So that's what we did. Uh, as I was going down the stairs, I heard a couple shots fired. Everyone was freaking out, saying that it was a gun. And um, as we were walking the whole class together, I actually was speaking to the suspect, Nicholas Cruz. And as I was speaking to him, he seemed very... I don't, I don't know what the word I want to say is, but... Um, he was trouble in middle school, so I kind of joked to him about it and said, I'm surprised you weren't the one who did it. And he just gave me a huh. So uh, that's really? really what happened. You were walking down the hall. He had already fired at that time. 
Yes, sir, with him. Weren't you scared? Um, in the moment I wasn't because there was obviously definitely another shooter involved, but... Oh, you think he was not the only one? No, definitely not. Why do you say that? Um, because when shots were fired, I saw him after the fact. So, and the shots were coming from the other part of the building. So there definitely had to be two shooters involved, I believe. That's the first I've heard of that. Did you see any other students who were wounded? Um, no, sir. Yeah, and there you hear it from, uh, you heard it from, uh, from Alexa Mednik, the, uh, the student. Next, uh, I see we have uh, the calls uh, stacking up here, Dave, in New York. We'll get to you as soon as we finish this little uh, news piece. And uh, next data point is that we have uh, point number eight, four men dressed as police, two of whom loaded a big duffel bag onto a white pickup truck, all get on board. Then the driver threw a bag out of the window onto the ground, and they all drive away. So I'll show that up on the screen here in just a moment, and I'll give you a play-by-play. Question is, were these real shooters disguised as police, loading and escaping with their gear, like their weapons, body armor, helmets, face masks, maybe? Uh, You'll never know. Here's the video. And the, uh, and the title of it is Video Footage. Let me uh, rewind it a little bit here. It's uh, just 20 seconds. It's a titled Video Footage shows multiple officers removing bag from Parkland, Florida High School. And uh, as I mentioned, they're loading it all in the back of the white pickup truck. Their emergency flashers are blinking. The driver throws a white bag out onto the ground. And uh, there's other footage of, of, uh, of this as well. Um, we'll get to that. Oh, pardon me. And uh, next point is nine unidentified teen girl says three shooters were involved in Parkland, Florida high school shooting. That's a lively video. I'm trying to track down, uh, but... Uh, there's just a, there's no way to validate that, but I link to it just in case it was important. And point ten, uh, while Hogg interviewed fellow students in hiding in his own statements, like calling for sensible gun control, um, <laughs> it, that's in his words, quote unquote, sensible gun control. It might seem like he wanted to record history in the making, potentially the last words of himself or others as a message in a bottle. Although, not knowing whether the coast was clear, doing so jeopardizes them all by making noise and not attentively listening for signs of danger. With this, a little girl even agrees in the popular video from uh, March for Our Lives. That's what organization that uh, David Hogg is instrumental in founding. And uh, she makes that observation as well as I, so I thought I'd add it to my blog. So that is, to me, the most concerning fact that, in that, well, not one of the most concerning fact that uh, in this recording, as stated, the 28-minute discrepancy between David Hogg and the official Broward County Sheriff's timeline. So, question. David Hogg, if you ever have a chance, please ask him 
What did he know? When did when and how did he know it? Please refer to this blog, theliberationstation.com blogs, and the blog is entitled Mass Shooting February 14th, 2018 in Parkland, Florida. And uh, and we'll get to the next point here. We'll get to the next point here in just a moment. Uh, this is uh, another video, as I mentioned, that's going to play of uh, Florida, uh, entitled Florida, colon, two shooters in a body bag. And it starts out with Alexa Mednick's uh, testimony, but um, I'm going to fast-forward past that, and uh, we'll play, and I'll give you a play-by-play, but uh, just so you know, you can watch it on YouTube, Florida, quote, I mean, colon, two shooters and a body bag, question mark. And we see this uh, sheriff's office running, uh, sheriff's deputy in uh, camo fatigues running through the parking lot. Well, that was probably just a Photoshop. I mean, photo uh, op, as you see the cameraman just uh, watching him run. Not like he was chasing anything. And then again, we see what's on CBS News, this footage of the two men. Possibly two shooters and a body bag because they're carrying this body bag. It's huge. And they're loading it into the truck, as I mentioned in the video. It's the same as the video before, except CBS News slowed it down. So I'm impressed with the. Uh, I'm impressed CBS News would get that out there. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. While we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country, here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. Antelope Hill Publishing is America's leading publisher of dissident books, bringing you a wide variety of new translations and original works on every subject, from the funding behind the transgender movement to firsthand memoirs of World War II previously inaccessible to English-speaking audiences. We publish books that mainstream publishers won't touch, full of information that challenges the political status quo. Whether you count yourself as a political dissident, student of history, connoisseur of philosophy, or enthusiast of exciting and thought-provoking fiction, you owe it to yourself to check out our catalog. With exclusive offerings like The Transgender Industrial Complex, Solzhenitsyn and the Right, The Open Society Playbook, Opioids for the Masses, and many more, there's something for everyone, and new titles are added every month. Check out our catalog today at antelopehillpublishing.com. And use code RBNREADERS2023 for 10% off your order. That's RBNREADERS2023 
at antelopehillpublishing.com. Extendivite, a seven-herb combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. Extendivite is designed to strengthen the heart and arteries and help the body heal itself. Doctors are not able to explain the improvements they are seeing in their patients' health who are taking Extendivite. People who once needed more pills are now taking less and getting better. Due to the unexplainable improvements in their patients' health, more doctors are calling to order Extendivite for themselves. Help Extendivite make your doctor a believer. Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Some people need their fears. They think it makes life clear. No one's on earth alone. Yet everyone's on their own. Station Radio Show, last half hour, this live July 9th, 2023 edition. And we'll pick up where we left off and take your calls. We have about seven minutes uh, video clip. Uh, so in about nine minutes or less, we'll take your calls. Two calls that are holding. Uh, your calls are welcome to line up, 512-248-8252. Anything you'd like to talk about you think is important, that's what the show's here for. Give you some therapy, help others as well. Give them the therapy they need. Always feels good to help others. And uh, again, 512-248-8252 and troll free, 800-313-9443. That's 800-313-9443. Next data point is this clip, seven minutes I mentioned, entitled Florida, Two Shooters and a Body Bag, Part 2, in parentheses. It goes over a lot of what I mentioned and, uh, and quite a bit more. And I have a little bit of commentary, then we'll get your calls. So here we roll. says, bombshell report, multiple cops refused to enter schools during shooting. Broward County Sheriff's Deputy Scott Peterson was not the only armed deputy who had not entered Marjorie Stoneman. Douglas High School to confront the shooter when Coral Springs police officers arrived. CNN reported that three other Broward County Sheriff's deputies were also outside the building and had not, had not moved in to apprehend, uh, pardon me, back of the Yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah, let, let me, uh, I'll turn that down, Sam. All right, yeah, all right. Sam just broke, broke in to ask. Uh, right, it's, uh, make sure it's sharing up on screen. 
Okay. No, yeah, Sam, there you go. The reason Sam was confused because I, I wasn't sharing up on screen uh, what I was reading. So I'll turn on the music until people start talking, and I'll resume here. And uh, I'll just back up. CNN reported that three other Broward County sheriff's deputies were also outside the building and had not moved in to enter to take on the alleged shooter, Nicholas Cruz, who killed 17 people on February 14th in Parkland, Florida. One kid here, I spoke to another student here. Today was a fire drill. Uh, one kid here, I spoke to another student here. Today was a fire drill. It was supposed to be they had a fire drill. And also a, a gun, a gun arm drill supposed to be today, and supposedly the shooter is a kid. He was wearing a black vest with a red shirt. Um, that was I overheard the cops talking on the radio. We hear gunfire. I assume that it's a code red drill because they told us earlier in the day that we we're going to be having a code red drill. I assumed it was blanks. Because they told us that they were going to have like fake. You know, and have people being taken away and like have them scream or whatever. So I was like, they like must in, be like fake. in a school drill. Like yeah, is that like a drill? And um, so I just figured it was that, but it was like so real. Well, who is fighting with the shooter after Nicholas Cruz had left? Samma, we're getting an update. Caller advised Emily Vasquez is advising the shooter in personalization class on second floor. No description. The female stopped texting the caller. second to rewind here and uh, I was trying to get the next thing lined up uh, just to show up on screen and this uh, I uh, stopped sharing this so here we go resuming backing up a little bit though this is at approximately it says on the screen approximately 15.16.17 hours question mark so they're asking if it was 15 or three o'clock 16 minutes, 316 and 17 seconds. And uh, these are some of the 911 tapes ABC News re- re- uh, played. Some said something about a freshman. The graphic says said something about a freshman room, but doesn't know what room. Fifteen point sixteen point seventeen hours. 
1025. What's the 1020 of the student fighting with the um, cops for government? What's the 1020 and what's the unit advisors? this? I'm with a parent right now who says, help me, they're fighting with him right now. As waiting for the video to play that clip. No, no, that was it for a little while, and then it was just somebody screaming, help me. And, and just so everybody knows, so this was in the freshman building, for yeah. those who aren't familiar third with the school. Floor, it was building. third floor of the freshman building. Explain what the layout of the school is like, so there's more than one building. and It's just, um, the freshman building is separate from the entire school. There's a, one floor which has one aisle, and it has doors on all sides, and then another floor has an aisle, and another floor has an aisle. I was on the top at the very end of the back. So the staircase was right by the door said something about a freshman room but doesn't know what room from the first floor up because there's only two exits in the freshman building so everybody started running to the other exits but that's when the shooter and the other shooter started coming up he's saying that he's getting sent to some child he says help me the fighting with him right now he just doesn't know what room he thinks something about a freshman room uh, his phone has frozen up so he's unable to attack her right now Fifteen point sixteen point seventeen hours. Nicholas Cruz had already left. Possibly, stand by. Three sixteen. Same time. This is how I know he'd already left. So it's showing the main media timeline: fourteen point nineteen hours, which is two nineteen. Excuse me, folks. Uh, we'll get there again. So at 2.19, Nicholas Proof, purportedly, according to the mainstream media timeline, arrives by Uber cab. 2.21, three minutes later, were the first shots. 3.29, eight minutes later, he flees with other students, allegedly. 2.50, which is... Uh, <laughs> 20, uh, 19 minutes later, he's at the Walmart, so um, he flees, gets to the Walmart 19 minutes later, and then uh, at 3.41, which is 40, um, or maybe, uh, 49 minutes later, he's detained in Coral Springs. I'll resume the video. But APB, or All Points Bulletin, goes out at 3.12, 12 seconds, hours approximately. Closed caption CT, uh, TV, closed caption TV is 20 minutes behind. Struggle with the shooters at 3.14. They're following up. And uh, means he left at approximately 2.54. So the struggle with the shooter was at 3.14, reportedly 51 seconds, and, and he left at approximately 2.54, 51 seconds. They're following them. It's, it's about a 20 minutes away. They're following them on video, on the camera. They had them exiting the building, running south. Three twelve. Description of the subject is going to be a white male, laughing, wearing a burgundy shirt, possibly Nicholas Cruz, black pants or shorts. They're advising he was last seen leaving Westbound toward Westblaze, mixed in with the students. You were walking down the hall. He had already fired at that time. Yes, sir, with him. 
Weren't you scared? Um, in the moment I wasn't because there was obviously definitely another shooter involved, but... Oh, you think he was not the only one? No, definitely not. Why do you say that? Um, because when shots were fired, I saw him after the fact. So, and the shots were coming from the other part of the building. So there definitely had to be two shooters involved, I believe. Possible student fighting with them and all units hold traffic for 1033. At 3.14, 51 seconds. Now that's, uh, now 3.28. There, the science building, 1305, first floor. Another sighting. 10-4 shooter in building 1305, science building, first floor. This is Cesar Figueroa, father of a student school. 1305, we have cleared that. That is golf unit at 1305. So that's going to be a negative. Negative on room number 1305, 10-4. And who is fighting with a second shooter? Well, there you have it, folks. That was uh, the video on YouTube entitled Florida. Two shooters. People. In a body bag. Excuse me, folks. Uh, People. All right. And once I can get this to function, I Okay, now let me... Continue here with the last few commentary and uh, last few bits of commentary, and then uh, take your calls as soon as possible here. Um, Now, um, we also have an article from the Daily Mail that raises some questions. It's entitled, Questions Arise About What Mental Health Treatment Florida School Shooter Received as Relative Reveals He Was Also on Medication to Deal with Emotional Difficulties. So, um, A, uh, one relative said that Nicholas Cruz was at one time prescribed medication for his emotional difficulties. B, the sister-in-law of the teen's adoptive mother also revealed that he was taking medication at some point for emotional difficulties, but didn't elaborate on what kind of drugs. C, some prescription medications used to treat depression and psychosis have a side effect of causing murderous thoughts, but it's unclear if Cruz was taking any drugs at the time or what they were. And I link to my psychiatric medications often provoke violence blog. And the questions to finish up here. Why aren't the assassins of JFK Jr., RFK, MLK Jr. cited as poster children for gun control? The answer is because now it's common knowledge that those alleged lone gunmen Assassins are falsely accused, the true assassins widely known to be government operatives acting in conspiracy. There's so many examples like this supporting the need for the citizenry to be better armed and the government less armed. And um, I also must point out that uh, in this mass murder are two tell and this is also on the blog, in this mass murder are two telltale traits of an inside job a stand-down to allow it to happen, and 
the drill to allow the actors in gear to take positions. If discovered, actors can simply excuse themselves as taking part in the drill. If Cruz was a shooter, it appears he wasn't the only one. As such, he wouldn't. He or, as such, he would have likely been an unfortunate victim of mind control co- coordinated with the other shooters. And now we will take your calls. Let's get to Dan in British Columbia. Good afternoon. What's on your mind? Well, hey, how's it going? Yeah, um, I'm glad that you're, uh, you know, bringing this uh, subject up because uh, these false flags, I feel, are often overlooked. You know, time passes and everyone forgets about Sandy Hook, Parkland, Etc. Uh, Etc. Cetera, et cetera. So, uh, setting up a patsy. Let's look at the classic example of uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. He shot at an army general, Edwin Walker, um, and he wasn't a suspect until Marina Oswald's testimony. Uh, so, like, just trying to set this guy up in the public uh, eye, or at least for law enforcement to know that this guy is on the radar. Um, Oswald bought a Manlicker Carcano using an alias through mail order when he could have walked into any gun shop in Texas without ID and bought that same gun. So for them to, uh, you know, establish that he was using an alias, try and hide, he was sent to the Russia, uh, he was sent to the Cuban embassy, the Mexican embassy, he was part of the Fair Play for Cuba Committee. Um, different Oswalds were seen in Mexico City. He was seen at a gun range shooting at another member's target, uh, saying that he thought he was shooting at JFK. Then there's the backyard photo, all cropped with uh, Oswald's head on top of someone else's body. And then at the Texas School Book Depository, Oswald is seen having a Coke on the first floor, after the shooting, and he's not out of breath. And then, uh, based on a sketchy description, the cops knew exactly where to arrest Oswald. Now, with Nicholas Cruz, this kid is allegedly punching walls. He planned to shoot up the school. He was going to be a professional school shooter. Um, he was making uh, YouTube comments. Um, someone called the sheriff's office in um, Broward County there, saying that Cruz could be a school shooter in the making. Then he's seen with guns and knives on Instagram posts. So they're establishing this kid. His mother died three months earlier. He's the perfect patsy. Now, Alexa Miednik is talking to Cruz while he's not out of breath and not all sweaty after, you know, shooting three on the third floor of the school. She sees him on the first floor and says, hey, I, you know, I, I'm surprised it's not you. And he's not out of breath because he wasn't the shooter. He was just a patsy. And um, uh, Alexa Miednik definitely knew this kid. I mean, she would have suspected that he would have been involved in this, but, you know, she's the perfect witness to say he wasn't there. That there was a yeah. drill taking place. You, you covered the fact that there was a drill taking place at the school. Students were told no cell phone uh, calls that day. They weren't allowed to use their cell phones. 
Now, the cops talked to, to Cruz 39 times before this incident. His mother died three months prior. I already covered that. So, you know, the perfect candidate to set up as a patsy. He confessed the next day. Um, uh, Sheriff Scott Israel said that he did it alone two hours after the fact. There's no closed circuit television uh, footage. Right. When, that's the most, you know, that's one of the yeah, biggest points. Uh, that's, the that's, that's their classic. So I, I appreciate you covering this because, uh, you know, time passes, everyone forgets, but these false flags, you're being ruled by false flags. They're trying to take your guns with false flags. They did it in Canada, and they're gonna. They did it in Australia. They did it. They they're just doing it. And then you know, if Biden uh, doesn't take him, uh, Kamala Harris will take him. Or um, uh, what's the next guy who's going to be uh, installed as the puppet? He'll take oh, him. The next puppet. Yeah. So, who knows? <laughs> anyways, I'll let you get on yeah. to your show. I I really do appreciate you covering this because uh, I used to study this on, back when YouTube was the wild west, and you could. You know, uh, David yeah. Hogg, that, that kid is definitely, his father was FBI, his mother worked for CNN. Uh, he's the perfect uh-huh. candidate. So, anyways, I, right. I appreciate what you're doing. Cheers. All right. Thank you very much, Dan. Uh, Dan for British Columbia, making great points. And I'll show up on the uh, screen here, Judith Barry Baker's book, Me and Lee, How I Came to Know, Love, and Lose, Lee Harvey Oswald, that is worthwhile reading and we have two more callers uh, so let's try to get through as fast as possible dave in new york good afternoon what's on your mind um yeah i i see uh this recurring problem all through uh information that's distributed uh by by any method uh we have people coming up with nutty ideas that that are false and i listed a number of these in the chat room that a guest recently said, and they were all false. I mean, they were saying that um, sesame oil generates sodium hydroxide uh, when it's put in the mouth. I, I don't think that that is true. I'm not, uh, I don't have absolute proof of that, but they use sodium hydroxide uh, with this or something, and it sounds like the person is extremely confused. Uh, but they went on to say other things that like uh, COVID was on the swabs and that's why the swabs tested positive. Well, you know, uh, these people need to be a little more technical and, and, and their weakness uh, technically leads to confusing people because people don't know what is being spoken about. It wasn't COVID that was on the swab. It was some, maybe some MRNA from the virus, a virus particle might've been on the swab that would test positive. And they never identified any materials that were on these government swabs that that caused it to test positive when sent sent in unexposed to to any organism. Yeah, we, so we don't have any forensics, do we? So who knows? Well, I, this is a person that deals with forensics. This is this is a county coroner, and and they've written oh. articles and things. And I've spoken to this person. Oh, who is this? But who I can't about? believe they were saying this. Who's they the said person? that who's the coroner? I'll tell you later. Don't worry. Uh, but uh, listen, um, they said that ivermectin, uh, they, they were equating ivermectin with, with what is in Paxlovid and was saying that the pharmaceutical, this is a pharmaceutical version of oh, ivermectin. Who was, saying, who was saying this? Someone on the alt media was saying this. This what? is the kind of information that is distributed, okay? 
Oh, yeah, it's, I'd like to false. see it. Uh, yeah, I mean, Dave... Uh, I, I will know. send it to you, Chris, I but I need to approach right, the person I, directly. I, really, I need to move on to the next caller here. I really need to know, though, um, when you call to give the source of who's saying something so we can discredit them. Oh, did uh, Pat drop? All right. All right, Dave, go. All right. Well, Dave, uh, yeah, if you can continue, but I just want to... I just want to uh, reference whoever you're uh, criticizing. Oh, I suppose Dave is gone. Oh, oh, I, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't want to cut Dave off if we had no callers. So, uh, oh, we don't have. Well, I do. <laughs> okay. Well, um, gosh, uh, there's. <laughs> Yes, this has been a, a great show with uh, Dan calling in. And uh, I guess uh, lastly, I, I better finish up here with an announcement from Truth Action Project. We just had our first forum on July 6th. And uh, if you go over to truthactionproject.org and uh, check out the events calendar, um, and uh, we're, we're having up on July 14th, a campfire with James Roguski, who participated in our first forum, along with Dr. Merrill Ness. And uh, he's going to uh, entertain more of your comments and questions because we really didn't have much time to do so. So uh, go check that out at truthactionproject.org slash events calendar. And I'll show that up here on screen. It's the live tap campfire chat on emergency emerging techno totalitarianism from the July 6th, 2023 tap forum with Dr. Merrill Nass and James Roguski. And you can register there to participate. And then also uh, build grill number one, build great community. And we will stream out live on video platform, uh, eight video platforms. Like I do here. Well, I do seven, but uh, we have them set up for eight. You can go check those out over on the socials page. Please like and subscribe to all those platforms, truthactionproject.org slash socials, and build community among these platforms. It's really inspiring to see so many great uh, participants in the July 6th forum that we had. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining. Thanks for expressing yourself, even if it's just sitting in silence, basking in the natural radiance of your own soul, your God-given peace, and sending those good vibes out through creation throughout your environment. Until next time, Sundays, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time here on Republic Broadcasting Network, all take great care. The secret to aging like fine wine is in the vines. Syrah grape seeds and skins contain high levels of flavonoids and resveratrol. Fermentation breaks these organic compounds down into smaller molecules, penetrating these therapeutic ingredients deeper into the skin, delivering faster and more effective results. Our handmade fermented skincare products are formulated with all natural ingredients and do not contain any phthalates or parabens. Similar products can cost as much as $180. At Natural Earth Medicine, we source our ingredients from local Arizona vineyards and cold process our oils to ensure that our customers receive the highest quality product in its purest form. Learn more at our website and try our fermented skincare products today. Visit naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. You can't handle the truth!
You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.